Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first inaugural episode of 54 Yards. Football season is finally upon us. The best time of year for some people, um, especially for you. Uh, I know you, you always, you always, yeah, you always, you always ready to see see <laughs> some new 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 things happening in college football and Man. football in general. Um, but um, no, we want to bring y'all a little segment called Fifty Four Yards, just basically like a pregame show before Saturday football comes. Get y'all ready for the morning. Get y'all ready for the for the game days and all that good stuff. Um, but the meaning behind the name. Pretty much came from, um, since we're talking about the two teams going head-to-head, there's 54 yards in between the sidelines of each other. So um, I was just pondering some ideas, and that was the one that came up with, and it just kind of stuck. Yeah, uh, it was a cool name. I mean, me and Carlos, if you guys don't know, we've been doing the opinionated off-topics forever. We've been doing the sports podcast forever. And um, if you guys don't know, we've kind of catered down, done smaller sports videos along the lines and those have been doing really well for us on YouTube and things like that. But we still wanted to have kind of a talk show or a sports show where me and Carlson kind of go head to head, maybe not agree on some stuff, disagree on some stuff, but kind of give you guys an audio platform or a longer episode as you will. But we didn't want to do the sports podcast. And we figured since our audience is really liking the college football content, we decided to do a pregame show and, you know, kind of see how it goes. So this is episode one. Uh, it's week zero. If you guys know what week zero is, it's, it's it's official week of college football, but it's more of it, I think it's like a new thing. Like it didn't really start it didn't start until like a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, two or three years ago. Yeah. So like teams normally don't play week zero, but um there's always like one big game week zero or like a conference game, so it's gets people to actually watch football. And I can't complain, honestly, because if we don't have week zero, we'd be watching preseason and we're not trying to watch preseason anymore. So um but yeah, um excited to jump right into this and uh you guys can see we have the hats right here. Uh, courtesy of Boots Bros and Shells Vintage. Uh, we'll put their in- social media their links if you guys want to check them out. They drop fire stuff all the time. But, um, yeah, uh, let's jump right into it. Starting off with uh, how do you feel about Quinn Ewers uh, being named the starter of Texas? And where do you think that's going to – or how do you think that's going to go for you? Uh, 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 I don't know. Well, uh like I've told you, I uh, I don't know. I don't know how you pay him all that money and not start him. Yeah. Like I mean, that's just my thing of it from the beginning. So I, I, I kind of already saw myself like seeing him start. So I was like, mm-hmm. already kind of knew. Yeah, I kind of knew that he was gonna. I didn't know he was gonna start, but like that was just my like, oh, like we paid him all this money. There's no reason for him not to mm-hmm. start. Like you don't just pay. Like it's not the NFL. You can't just pay somebody and not play them. You know, mm-hmm. like. So like college is a little bit different. You pay these guys to like come here. So if you want them to come here, you're probably gonna play them, especially him being the number one um quarterback. So um I don't know how he'll do. I mean, we ain't we ain't seen the man play a down of college football. Yeah, and he hasn't played football in like two years because he, yeah. he reclassified and people don't know he was the number one quarterback. And uh what class was that? 20, 20, 20 and like 22 yeah 2021 20, 20, yeah 2021 and then he reclassified and i think he was the second best after he reclassified because caleb was still the number one and the other but um yeah i mean he's a he's supposed to be all all-time talented um it's interesting to see you know as an ou fan i was kind of curious i wanted my boy hudson lake travis local kid to get the job and there was reports that he won the job and then the next day they said quint 
uh, Quinn got announced the starter, but it wasn't directly from Sarkeesian. It was through like a spokesperson, which I thought was a little weird. More of more of not. I'm not really. I knew we all knew Quinn would probably be the starter, or he was going to get the starting job at some point. And it is a good decision. Like you go with Quinn, you got to just ride it out with him. Like you, unless he gets hurt or something, or he's just playing that bad, you just have to do that. Like y'all, y'all are going to go through some growing pains. Like that's just part of it. Like for example, as as good as Kayla was last year, there were still growing pains. Like when we played Baylor, we played Kansas, other teams, things like that. Because you could be talented, but you're so young. Um, but I just thought that was a little weird that Sark went that way instead of just having a direct press conference. Do you think he did that because he didn't want to like stir it up, or you think he was like forced to announce it that way? Do you think like he maybe wanted to go with with Hudson? I don't know. It just it just seemed a little weird the way it was announced. I don't know. It's well. I mean, the other thing is we saw it last year. Just because you're a starter doesn't necessarily. Meaning you anything. Oh, for I mean, sure. You could literally start the first play and you're out the second play. Yeah. You still got to start, though. Yeah. So, I mean, he did a lot last year with both them rotating. I think they're both going to play. So, they probably both play a lot. Early, at least. Um, I don't know. The the whole spokesperson thing. I, I don't know why you just don't just say it. Like, you're going to have to talk about it eventually, anyways. Like, next press conference, exactly. people are going to bring exactly. it up. Next week, when, you know, it's week one and everyone's, you know, Got the buzz season kickoff. Could, like, just to bring more attention to Texas. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I already, I already have that attention, yeah, but I but agree. Like, and I'm like, oh, wow, well, well, yeah. this is interesting. He said this, this, and this, and uh, this actually, is happening. I actually like left my TV on last night, and I woke up to this Texas podcast, and they, they all had on, like, mullets, bro. Like, the oh Quinn, the Quinn Harris mullet. And I was like, bro, here we go. But, um, no, nah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I want y'all to be, you know, we, good again. We won't be good this year. Um, yeah. Y'all you know, have a lot of line Problems the line too. problems, defense, defense, brand new quarterback. Isaiah Nair got getting hurt. Was yeah, he got him. hurt. I mean, Jordan's still there, but Jordan's probably going to get he's hurt this injured, season. Huh? Yeah. yeah, so he's just having Xavier still. Xavier and Bijan. I mean, but I'm talking about like a wide receiver. Oh yeah, yeah. and the thing is, like y'all's offense but, is going like, to be. Can't, it's going to be good, but like it doesn't matter. You can't you can't run Bijan like that. Like you just can't run. It, like I mean, we like saw that. last year he was getting hurt. Like. Yeah. He's just too many touches. Yeah. You I mean, damn near 30, 40 touches a, a game. A game, yeah. Because he was like the whole offense, you know, passing game, uh, run game, things like that. And I don't know. It's Y'all are going to have an explosive offense because of Sarkeesian, the RPO, things like that. But it's mm-hmm. more of – this is more of – you can have an explosive offense. I mean, y'all had a good offense last year. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have any defense, and then the line wasn't good. And the kind of those problems – we'll see, obviously, the season hasn't started, if they got fixed or not. But reports are saying I don't think so. it's it's just it's just as bad, if not worse. At least the offensive line is. They said the defense yeah. might have improved, but you don't know that until you play somebody. Yeah. So I I don't know, it's hard because it sucks because say we do bad this year or go negative or go even or whatever the mm-hmm. case is. Um I don't want for one the boosters to trip or for two like players decommit. Because it's not, like, when he came. Oh, yeah, the roster. We were a horrible. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, like, this is his second year. And then majority of the team still isn't even his players that he recruited either. Yeah, and he just really has to get y'all prepared for the SEC transition. Yeah, like, the roster really needs it. to be good by then or, like, have guys by then. Which, I mean, y'all recruiting amazing. Y'all are top three right now yeah. um, in recruiting. And, y'all was I mean, Arch is a big factor in that. And I also think that's going to help Sarkeesian regardless if – 
he uh, goes five and seven again or whatnot this year, the fact that he got arched to commit, they're going to have to give him a chance just because of yeah. that. Like that gave him some time getting that commitment. So, yeah. I mean, the thing with Texas, though, is just like they they're so quick to jump from coach to coach to coach, and it's so annoying. Like we've had three coaches in the past what ten years. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, Tom, Tom and Sark, Sark, and even Mac. I think he was it twenty ten when he left. And he left in twenty twelve. Yeah, see, so like four really four coaches yeah. in ten years. That's not not yeah. good. It's just, I mean, it comes from the boosters, man. I mean, they're just they don't. I mean, I get it. Like you want to win, but it's hard to like have you have somebody have a winning tradition when they can't even like get comfortable. I don't yeah. know. For me, it takes like a good, in my opinion, everybody's different, but for me, it takes a coach a good three to four years to like establish what he's trying to do there. I agree. And, you know, that that's how I feel about most coaches. Some people, you know, are kind of given, you know, good situations. I mean, the people I think of are like Ryan Day, Ryan Lincoln Day. Riley yep. when he was at Oklahoma. Like, I mean, even Brent Venables, which we'll touch on here in a bit. Like, all these, co- like these programs weren't bad when the coaches left or whatever happened. So, but the thing was with Texas, y'all were regressing and your coaches get there, you know, they show some promise, then they get canned. And then, you know, Tom Herman, regardless of how people feel about him, he still got Texas 10 win season in the sugar bowl win. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's more than a lot of coaches have done around the country. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't really see, you know, kind of the prominence and things like that. And then, I don't know, y'all, y'all could always recruit. So people are like, Oh, we're going to always recruit and stuff. Like, as an Oklahoma fan, I'm just like, y'all could always recruit. That's not the issue, though. Y'all, it's just it's like never develop the development. You got coaches coming in and out, the culture, and in, in a sense, like y'all are very similar to Dallas. Like with the boosters, is like how Jerry Jones is like with the Cowboys, essentially. I feel like, but mm, kind of. I mean, obviously, like they, they. I feel like the boosters have more control. I mean, that's uh, the boosters definitely have way more control. Mm-hmm. Um, but. At the same, I don't know, man. It's it, it's I'm indifferent, man, because I'm not big on Sark, so it's like hard for me to like. Yeah, I mean, and it, the thing is, I try to. I'm, if he was like an offensive coordinator, like our offensive yeah, coordinator, yeah. I'd be like, hey, we have the best offense in the nation. Yeah, he, he's like, a great head coach, play caller, OC, and and even that's being kind of questioned just due to last year. Like he was, you know, the first half he was, you know, dominant, calling great plays, and the second half he's getting shut down. So that shows, like, he's not making any adjustments. Like, they're not. I don't even think it was that. I think it was know. more of our, I mean, he couldn't, like, if you if you watch the second half of almost every game, I don't think it was necessarily not making adjustments. Is for on our end, I think it was the other defenses making adjustments, and our line wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, like, it made it, like, even if he wanted to do something, he couldn't because there's just no time. Yeah. I That's agree. what happened at OU. Yeah. What happened at Baylor. Oklahoma uh, State. Oklahoma State. Like we were yeah. it, at the end of the half, we're up, games, yeah. and it, it, we just went downhill. Yeah. Like there's just, I don't. There's probably adjustments made, but our offensive line was so bad that it, it didn't really matter. Yeah. In my, from what I saw, oh. um, but I'm excited for football to be back. I'm not. Too excited to watch. I mean, I'm excited to watch Texas. I'm not like, oh my god, like I hope they're good because I don't expect them to be good. There's just no reason yeah. for them to be good. Yeah, and people got to be realistic. I don't know, like Texas fans are just like everyone sees like 
the, what happened with Oklahoma, and they're just like super excited because the Big Twelve is technically open this year. I'm like, bro, regardless of us, you still got to worry about open. Baylor. You got to worry about us. You still got to worry about. I mean, you still got K State's of the world. Like those teams mm-hmm. are still like they're not more talented than Texas, but they're well they coached. Just, well. just good. Oklahoma State, like these teams are just gonna be good. It's. I don't think it's open. I think. I think I think y'all are in the mix for sure, just because of your talent alone. But it, there's just a lot of underlying issues for the conference. I, don't I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's going to be between us, Baylor, and OU. Yeah. But uh, who will win it? I couldn't say. There's too many things, too many factors that have gone into. And the Big Twelve this year of college yeah, football alone, a lot of different stuff, a lot of new faces. We're not. No one's going to know any issue or any answers until. You know, game the games are played. You know, for me, I feel like we're not going to know till really that Nebraska game. If we go in there and beat the brakes off Nebraska, then I'm I can't even like, say that they're man. Be legit. I think they'll be legit if they do that, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's not a big enough. I, I would say if it was like a game like of our caliber, I would say like however y'all played that. Mm-hmm. That's where I would say something. It doesn't even have to be that big of a name like yeah. Alabama, but if it could have been like a. I don't know. Like I said, like, so when they played USC or like a Oregon or, I just think mainly because that for the atmosphere, like we Ole Miss, you know, yeah. something like that. We, but we, OU hasn't OU hasn't played. They don't play like strong non-conference games. We do, and it, or we don't. But then when we do, it's like on oh, Ohio State or like someone like that. But the thing is, we haven't played a big game on the road. But since Ohio, like we haven't been in an atmosphere like Nebraska since Ohio State. Like Nebraska doesn't have a hundred thousand people there. That stadium's huge. Like it's gonna be sold out. Their fans are good. I think they. I think it's gonna be a, show a little bit too, especially when it comes to like bowl season time. Yeah. Because I mean, if y'all, because at least Texas, we always play somebody good mm-hmm. in our in our non-conference non- for the most part. Yeah. 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 This year we have two good non-conference UTSA games. UTSA and, UTSA and yeah, we just and have Alabama one, technically. Yeah. Um, but we always schedule like I think. Uh, as always, we have like a thing coming up in the years. It's like Alabama, Ohio State again. Y'all play Michigan soon. And uh, Michigan, yeah. Um, and then I think uh, no, we just finished USC. Somebody else was another big school because we play we play Georgia next year. That was another school, Georgia. We yeah. played Georgia too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that's that, that's what that's what hurts y'all is is that I think it's that, and I think also just in the past with Lincoln Riley, like we just weren't. Uh, you know, we just weren't. Y'all aren't as bad as Notre Dame, but y'all like Notre Dame. Yeah, because like Notre Dame doesn't compete, but like they lose all their games. Y'all at least compete, but y'all still lose. So it's like, man, if we put them in, they're just gonna lose again. Yeah, I think I think the problem is we just weren't complete teams. Like I was listening to the Oklahoma podcast, and they were saying that the team with Kyler was literally a five and seven team with Kyler Murray. Because when you look at how bad that defense was, and like that, that was like the worst defense ever. Yo, I think you was in the, in, the, in the playoff era. We had the worst. Like there was a statistic. Well, yo was, um, those defense Raiders like a one thirty something. Yeah, or something. It was something. It, I mean, bad. that it was year it was it was, it was ridiculous. It was like one hundred and nineteen. Like pass defense, yeah. it was awful. Yeah, and I don't know. For me, I was just like, it's just frustrating to see that because I know we had the quarterbacks to get a chip, but just not having. That competent, like I'd rather because people are talking about us now. Since I mean, if you guys don't know, we got Brent Venables as our coach since Lincoln left, and people are like, "I'm," and I'm actually at first like I was like, "Damn, Lincoln left," but then I was like, "Oh, we get Brent Venables, we'll be fine." Mainly due to his track record of defenses and how elite his defenses are, and then 
I mean, to win a championship, just look at Georgia last year. Like, they had Stetson Bennett playing quarterback. They didn't have – they have obviously great athletes, but at the end of the day, their offense was, wasn't, was like, super insane. Their defense was insane. Their defense was insane, and, like, they're still winning a natty with that. I feel like – and the thing is, OU is always going to get – before we had Lincoln Riley, we'd still, we were still getting good quarterbacks. So we had Jason White, Landry, Sam Bradford, et cetera. So we're going to – and we just got Jackson Arnold right after Lincoln left, who won the Elite 11. So we're going to still get good quarterbacks – our defense, our offense might not be the best in the country, but if it's top 15 and then we have a top 15 to 10 defense, I'd rather take that than have a top five de- offense and then a bottom bottom half de- defense. You know what I mean? Like you got to kind of give and take if you want to yeah. win that natty or be better. So I don't know, but um, it's exciting. Like that's why it's exciting this year for college football. We have, you mean y'all with Quinn years. We have us with Billy Gabriel, Brent Venable's first year. I mean, you got Caleb and Lincoln at USC. You got Mario Cristobal at Miami. You just got uh, Bill Napier at Florida. You got all these different coaching changes, like, everywhere. I mean, Brian Kelly at LSU. Like, coaches, That's crazy. That's yeah, like, like that happened. Like, like, coaches just are everywhere now, and it's – I mean, the, the college games – Who's Notre Dame coach? Uh, Freeman. Something – Mario – something Freeman. He's a bike dude. He has, like, waves. We had a nice hair. <laughs> but – uh. Him, yeah, and, like, I mean, shit, Notre Dame is recruiting crazy. Like, even with Brian Kelly leaving, like, they're recruiting crazy. Um, I mean, you got A&M, who we finally get to see this class on the field that they just had last I year. So, so <laughs> uh, Arkansas is making noise. They're, they're supposed to be pretty good this year. So, I mean, you know, it's crazy, and I'm excited to jump into this and, you know, excited to see where our teams go. What do you think is an acceptable record for Texas this season? acceptable like what would you be okay like okay that's like we're making improvements like what do you expect to what do you think what i mean that's a hard question for me because what i think we're gonna do and then versus what's acceptable is two different answers okay what's what, okay yeah what's acceptable acceptable or what what y'all should be doing is be, with us like competing for Except, conference yeah. championships at acceptable least acceptable is a winning season what i think we're gonna do is probably like another five and seven really six, six season really yeah i, I have y'all going like seven and five eight and four at the best but there's just too many there's, just, there's too many know. gray areas in our team to like yeah until it's my, my I, you know, it could change after week two i mean i don't think we're gonna beat alabama but depending That's on how we play game, alabama but, yeah is like determines a lot, but it's hard to even say that because I mean y'all do that, y'all just do that. Like y'all yeah. will play, y'all will play like us, Bama, whoever is elite competition very well. Damn near beat the team sometimes, and, and then, then y'all just lose <laughs> games. It's like I don't know. It's just y'all are just one of those teams, bro. Like, it's, it doesn't make sense. Y'all, it doesn't make sense. Y'all play, well, up, play and down up and down our competition. to the competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think we'll go five and seven. I think y'all go five and seven, six and let six. Let me pull up y'all schedule two. real quick. Um, cause I, uh, if I'm being honest, I think that UT is taking will be very close and I think we'll lose it. You think you're going to lose that to yeah. them? I think it is a trap game cause I think you are going to be like coming off that, that Bama game. Like mm-hmm. I think it is a trap game. That and a tech game is a trap game. Uh, our first game is kind of a trap game too. Cause they're not bad either. Louisiana Monroe. Y'all going to beat them. Though. We'll beat them. But like, I think it'll be closer than what it should be. Yeah. Cause they're going to be focused on Alabama. I think y'all got, I think y'all got Monroe. Dub, lose Alabama. I think I'll beat UTSA. I think I'll beat Tech. The West Virginia game's a little scary. I'm not like I don't know. They have athletes and stuff. I think I'll win that game. I think I'll be four and one. We all play us. Lose to us. Beat Iowa State. Lose in Stillwater, and then lose again back to back in Manhattan. So what is that like? Y'all have three losses at this point. Beat TCU. Lose to Kansas, and I think y'all lose to Baylor. I have y'all going like eight and four, seven and five. 
but it also just depends. I really don't know how good, we don't know how good Quinn's gonna be. So that's what I said. There's too much gray area yeah. on our team for me to be like, uh, we're gonna do this or we're gonna do this. Yeah. I think we'll be six and six. Five and seven, hopefully not five and seven, six and six. At least make a bowl. Make a bowl, and that's I mean, yeah. y- y'all if y- y'all if y'all go seven and five and four, Texas fans got to realize like that's it's like that. But my me giving them five and seven and six and six, like I'm not saying that they're a shitty team. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot that needs to be worked on mm-hmm. that he just kind of start got just kind of thrown into. Yeah. Which isn't, I mean, it, it's not his I mean, fault. It's but not his fault, but he took the job, so I guess yeah, it is his exactly. fault. Exactly. But and Tark, the track record with Sark isn't great. I mean, he was at Washington and USC prior, who were mm-hmm. just as good as Texas. Maybe not Washington is just as good, but they're still a good program. Like, you shouldn't be struggling at those places. Mm-hmm. You should have more resources in your competition. So, I don't know. USC is a tricky one. USC is good. They just, I don't know. I'm talking about just like their history, just like after. Uh, left yeah it's been he up got and, there it's been just and up and down way just got fired like Clay Helton and yeah then, uh Lane Kiffin was there for a yeah. little bit yeah it's just they can't they can't do they're like y'all they Cause can't like Lane, well because Lane Kiffin's like turning on this around but yeah. like he couldn't do it at US I don't know yeah they're they're they're, they're tricky um but yeah I mean jump let's jump into some preseason prediction Heisman candidate who do you think you know name me off some guys maybe name me off some guys you obviously know are going to be in contention then give me like a dark horse guy or something like that Obviously, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. This year's so weird. <laughs> so much stuff happened. You just don't know. Yeah. Uh, you like, I want to say like, him and CJ are like. The I was going to say CJ Stroud, too. Will Anderson too, but it's, he's not going to win it. He's but. not going to win it. But I mean, like Bijan's a quote unquote Heisman favorite, but he's not going to like. His team won't make it to the finalists yeah. just because his team isn't going to be. Yeah. He'll have the numbers. Enough. He'll have the numbers, but, but I don't think he'll make it to the finalists, yeah. so I can't. But Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, what is it, three or four finalists? It's three finalists. It depends. Right? It just depends. Like sometimes there's five, sometimes there's three. It just depends yearly. Like that year Baker and DD Westbrook went, there was five. That's true. So. Because there's always some like running back too that just comes out of the blue. Running back, receiver, QB. I mean, Caleb. He's gonna be. He's he's a. Uh, if I'm picking any other quarterback, he's not the numbers with all those damn transfers they got. If I'm picking any other quarterback, I was gonna pick Sam Hartman until he stopped. Until that, yeah, he, yeah. That, that, that's whatever is going on. Um, who else? I can see Spencer in it, low key. To be honest, with but you. that's. He the thing with Spencer, he can put up the numbers, and the thing with Spencer, he has a path. Like if he messes, if he goes and like beats Georgia and like these teams, even if he has like three losses, they're gonna be like, damn, like he went to South Carolina and then beat these teams and elevated them. Like that's gonna be a thing. Even when that's why I said even with Caleb, like he's gonna put up the numbers at USC. One, they have all those damn transfers, and it's the Pac-12, and it's Lincoln Riley. He already knows his system. Like he's gonna put up the numbers. USC could not even make the Pac-12 championship game, but have like two or three losses, and he could still be 
being talked about. I mean, we we got to think about like how Lamar won in and Johnny won yeah. in years too. I was gonna say, just oh, I can. There's too much stuff that happened for me to give you like a dark horse because like mm-hmm. uh, the receiver that they got at USC, Jordan Addison. Yeah, like he could he could he win could it. he could be going crazy again. Yeah, you know? like I, I don't know, man. I mean, for sure, my for sure for sure is probably CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. I think those are my for sure's my dark horse. I'm gonna go been, with Spencer. It's been a while too. Excuse me. It's been a while too since a new uh, player is like. I don't even shit. I only think one player in history has repeated the Heisman, like winning it back to back, and that was a uh, the dude at Ohio State, Archie, Archie Griffin. Griffin, yeah. yeah. So um, it'd be the cool. Closest one too. It was Tim Tebow. Yeah, he just won it. He just won once, but he he went yeah back to back back to years. back. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like the voters are like, oh, Bryce won. Like, if him and CJ are like exactly the same, they're just gonna give it to. I feel like CJ Stroud. Especially if like, their teams are both undefeated or have one loss, they'll just mm-hmm. give it to him just because mm-hmm. Bryce won last year. But but um, anybody at Miami could win it. Yeah. I, I even even crazy. like not even being biased, but like in Levy's offense, Dylan Gabriel could be a dark horse, especially if they're they're winning games and they haven't lost. He might he's gonna have the numbers. This, uh, you just a, don't know. Yeah. I mean, you just year's college football just you just don't know. Unless your name's Alabama, you ain't safe, in my opinion. Them in Ohio State are like to the, the two like I feel like it's them too. I don't even say Ohio State. Georgia's there too, but I don't know. They lost all those damn people. In I don't even say Ohio State. Pac, Pac, uh, Big Ten is that's a great, great conference. And Penn State's supposed to be good this year again. That's a great conference. They every week they play. Yeah, that, it's. I mean, think about it. Last year when we were watching Week One, it was Wisconsin and Penn State. Me and you were that like crazy. We game. were like, "Dude, this game is fire!" It was low scoring. We we're like, yeah. "This game is fire!" That like, was a crazy game. Good defense, like good football. Like people, most people, most casual fans don't like, you know, the like twenty one fourteen games. But me and you were locked in. It was as good football. Like, yeah, really a, ch- a chess match. You know, it was crazy. Um, so. uh, those are my for sure too. CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, but. Again, like they can have like a, another Waddle come out of there, or Jalen Smith come out of Alabama. Like you just don't know. Yeah, you just never know. There's there's always a, there's always a player that's just like, damn, that dude came out of nowhere. I mean, North Carolina State's quarterback. Yeah, that that I mean, what was his name? Uh, the one last year. Yeah, he's coming back. I got some notes on him. I'll pull it up. But uh, just players like that, bro. Like top players in the. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Right there. Where I missed it, Devin Leary. Devin Leary. Like, bro, last year he had thirty-five pass touchdowns, and thirty-one of those were in the ACC. Like, he could, he could. I don't know. North Carolina State people, a lot of people had them going to the playoff because they beat Clemson last year and they returned everybody. And the only hard game is them going to Clemson, and they could beat them again, and they go undefeated, like they could make the playoff. So, I mean, yeah, people. I mean, Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, yeah. like, like you said, there's always this. There's always, I mean, the the back that transferred to Alabama, Gibbs from Georgia Tech, like mm-hmm. he could have those numbers. It's harder for backs and stuff to win it, but I mean, those are just some names that pop off. You know, guys, yeah. Jackson Smith and Jibba could win it, especially yeah. you know. So, so he's he's the wide receiver number one now. So yeah, exactly, and he, he still uh, he, and he had more yards than Olave and Garrett, and he yeah. was splitting rep like yeah. like receptions with those dudes. So. I mean, we saw what he did against Utah when he was the primary target. He had 300 receiving yards. It was yep. crazy. <laughs> so I don't know. My my, my for sure two are going to be C.J. Stroud and and Bryce Young. After that, I it's it's open, man. It's crazy. Uh, um, this NIL stuff has gone crazy. Yeah, people just leaving and can do what they want, and I don't know things like that. Um, but yeah, that's Maddie was. 
you talk about the conference. You gonna talk about conference title games first, or who you think is gonna go to those? We can. Uh, who do you got going in the Pac-12? We start the Pac-12. I don't know. Oh, they, they also changed the rule. They also changed the rule. It's not. It's not North and South anymore. It's the two best, like the mm-hmm. Big Twelve. Yeah. So. That's a tricky one, man, because it could be Oregon, it could be Utah, it could be USC, it could be Utah, it could be USC, it could be Oregon, it could be Oregon, USC. UCLA. UCLA. Sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to go Oregon. I'm going to go Oregon, Utah. I don't think that's I don't think Lincoln, I don't think Lincoln gets it done his first year, but his second year gonna go crazy. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Oregon, Utah. I think Oregon's gonna be really good from those recruits Mario Cristobal had, and Bo Nix is their quarterback mm-hmm. now. And Bo Nix is actually he's, he's good. good yeah, inconsistent, he but he's good, and he has a lot to prove. You know, um, I think Lincoln. I think they're gonna be some slip up games. Like I could see USC losing week two to Stanford, like on the road. He's at Auburn, right? Who Bo, Bo Nix? Yeah, he came from Auburn. Yeah, he's inconsistent. Like I can see, I mean, the thing is, Oregon's gonna be well tested. They play Georgia week week one for them, so like, which I Loki, I Loki have them like maybe winning that Loki big game, but they can exactly they can. Um, but you know, you got them, and then yeah, Utah's gonna be really good, bro. Like especially they play Florida week one, and that'll kind of determine their year. I think like they're gonna run through the Pac-12, but if they if they go into the swamp and just like just work Florida, Florida hasn't been the greatest, but. It's still Florida, bro. Like, if they go in there, and it's week one. So, if they go in there and they work Florida, then I'm going to be like, damn, like, they're for real. Yeah. And there's not, there's really going to be nobody challenging them in the Pac-12. I mean, they played Oregon twice last year and manhandled them both times. Yeah. So, the same thing with USC. Like, and they have everybody coming back. They played – they were literally right there at Ohio State the whole game um, last year. So, yeah. You said Oregon-Utah? Oregon-Utah. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to do – I think I'm going to go with that too, Oregon-Utah. And then uh, Dark Horse, uh, obviously USC. Just USC will be the main Dark Horse, yeah, but UCLA I could also see too. UCLA sneaking in yeah. there. That boy Chip, you know what I'm saying? Chip, and then DTR has been there five years. Like, yeah, that's he's got the experience. <laughs> I forgot he's been there that long. <laughs> been there forever, bro. Yeah. So, okay. What about uh, the Big Twelve? Probably Oklahoma Baylor. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Oklahoma Baylor. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like. Ohio State, I mean Ohio State, Oklahoma State, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah. State, Baylor. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I think for some reason, bro, everyone's be t- talking about K State. I am really, I'm kind of high on them. Like, I think they're going to be hard, like a difficult. They'll be a difficult team, but I don't think they're like a, a Big Twelve. They're the type of team team-out. that'll like play us and y'all good and Baylor good, but then go lose the. Tech. They just play well. They're yeah. just a well coach team. They yeah. play together. They play well. They play football. You're supposed to play. Adrian Martinez they over there? They just don't. Yeah, he is over there. <laughs> My boy left Nebraska and probably don't get his, his his numbers boosted over here in the Big 12. <laughs> but um, they, just, they just play They just play good football. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally Kansas State is good football. That's what they play. Um, ACC. Psh, that shit's up for grabs, in my opinion. I'm, I'll pull up the divisions yeah. so you can look. That's some people. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Clemson, anybody can win that. The, <laughs> Coastal, the Coastal, I think that's the one Miami's oh, in. That shit's a mess, bro. Oh, man. That shit is a um, mess. I don't think Clemson will go. I think it's going to be like a... You think it's going to be another Pitt? What was it last year? Is Pitt? Pitt. Pitt. Uh, damn, who was it? It's Pitt. It was Pitt Clemson, wasn't it? No. No, it was Pitt Wake Forest. Oh yeah, it yeah. was Wake Forest. Yeah. It's Pitt Wake Forest last year. 
the, like look at this, bro. Like you got the coastal. Like I think UNC is gonna be sneaky. That's what I said. Like Miami, Pitt again. You know, Virginia. Know. I, I mean, oh my god. And then you got then you got. I think the thing is the Clemson is better than every team in the, this though. So that's the only problem. Like DJ Uga, whatever Uga. Uga, I don't know. I don't know what it is, But they also have Cade Klubnik there from Westlake, who this is the thing. Like, last year, they, I feel like last year they couldn't move off a of DJ because he was still better than who they had behind him. But this year, they have uh, Cade Klubnik, and it's like, DJ, it's like, okay, he's struggling week week two, week three. Get out of there. Like, he's gone. Like, he struggled last year. He's got year, a five-star behind him. You know? Granted, he played Georgia, but still, like. He just, they just did not look good. You can, yeah, you just, it was that game was hard to watch, low key. Like, it was a good game, but like nobody can do the anything. defense. Both defenses, defenses were falling. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I think Clemson will I don't know, be better. Man. I think they're people. I think people are gonna, I think Clemson is gonna remind people, in my opinion. Like, I think they're gonna be good again. Not like, like a Clemson, good, but I can see like a Clemson Miami. Yeah, I want Miami to go. I'm ready for the U to just be back, bro. I'm ready. Like, I think it's time. I got Mario Cristobal. They're recruiting well. Um, they have Tyler Van Dyke there right now. I, I'm just ready for them to. They're about to get that new stadium. You know what I'm saying? I can see a Clemson Miami. Because in Miami, I can also see like a. I can see a Pitt Clemson, a Pitt North Carolina State. That's what I'm saying. There's so it's many like kind of up for grabs. Who are you gonna go with? I'll probably go Clemson will win the Atlantic. Yeah. I think it's the bottom half, man. It's just. You just, I'm gonna go Miami. Different. Yeah, I'm gonna go Miami. I think Miami's the best setup. I don't think Pitt's gonna be that good since Pickett left and Jordan Addison left. Um, mm-hmm. They did get uh, Slovis, or yeah, they got Slovis at Pitt as a transfer. But man, I don't know. I just think Miami's the best setup. I think they have a lot of momentum with this recruiting, and they also have Mario Cristobal over there, who's a You're great crazy. coach. Um, I think they'll be. I think they'll go, and I think Clemson will. Even with Brent Venables leaving, I think they're they have just too much talent. Over there. I think Miami is going to be good this year because of the hype they have behind them, not because they're a good team. Yeah, like they're going to ride off that momentum. Like, yeah. oh, like, and then they have, like, I mean, Ed Reed and all of them are back yeah. on campus, like, coaching you know, on the field, Warren yeah. Sapp out there coaching. Everything. Yeah, they got, yeah. I mean, next year, I think they'll be, like, actually a good team. Mm-hmm. But, like, this year, I think they'll be riding more off momentum. Than yeah, I think if they can, especially in Mario Cristobal's first year, if they can get to the conference title game, that's a huge success. Yeah. I mean, they haven't. I don't think they've been to one. You know, there was a crazy stat. They haven't won the ACC since they joined. For real? Yeah. The, the years they were good, they were in the Big East. I like looked at up. They were like, Miami hasn't won it since they joined. That's wild. Because it was have. Florida State, when Jimbo, and it was Virginia Tech with Beamer, and then mm-hmm. Clemson out of nowhere Clemson started nowhere, winning. Yeah. yeah. That's a crazy right to think about. Damn. Yeah. So it'd be finally to see them, you know, that would be a big hurdle for them. Yeah. I want them good. So – all right, so um, we already yeah, did Pac-12. We did Pac-12, Big 12, ACC. Now we got Big, Big 10, 10 SEC. Yeah, we got to leave SC for last because we already know who's <clears throat> good to that. But. Um, I'll pull up the other side. <laughs> it's just so hard again, dude. <laughs> like, the West is hard, man. Nebraska can win the West. Iowa can win the West. Minnesota, Northwest Wisconsin. Can win. Wisconsin can win. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's West, literally man. like, bro, even yeah, Northwestern, like, that's a team that if, just be I mean, popping out of nowhere. And they'd be in if the- Michigan is as good as they were last year, yeah, Michigan Penn can win State, it. Michigan Penn State, State, Michigan State, Ohio State. Yeah. I think Ohio State is going to be – Ohio State is going to be too I just good, think yeah. they're going to just be better than everybody. I and, like, a lot like, a lot went right for Michigan to finally beat them too. 
Mm-hmm. So I I don't I don't think they're I mean we saw what Ohio State did in Michigan State last year they were about like forty in the first half yeah it was bad so they're just known as just a good team yeah um out of the East I'll probably go Ohio State just because CJ Stroud's another Heisman favorite mm. they got uh, Ninjibo who's gonna go crazy they always have a CJ Stroud Henderson yeah yeah they got Oklahoma State's old defensive coordinator like from last season. He's at Ohio State DC now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It was cold. Yeah. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, that's going to help them a lot. With that on the bottom half of it, it really just depends. really just depends how this week one game goes. I mean, week zero game goes for those two teams, really. Yeah, I think so. That'll tell you a lot. That's going to tell you a lot, and that's going to hurt. It's early. In the, like, that's what's cool about it. Like, it's early in the season. And we're already seeing it hurt you. Yeah. You lose, like, season, it's you like you're already so down a column in, in league play. Yeah. Yeah. League play and your regular yeah. schedule. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Nebraska has something to prove. Northwestern's always good. Wisconsin's always good. Minnesota is always – I mean – Bro, Iowa, bro, like – I mean, they were in it last year. They got yeah. the brakes beat off them. But, I mean, Iowa's this – Minnesota, P.J. Flett. Like it, like you said, everybody is – it's a oh, Purdue. I really – I'm kind of high on Purdue, bro. They were pretty good last year. They had, like, O'Connell and – Wisconsin just always chokes is a thing. They, they're they good. They're Like, Wisconsin, from a talent standpoint, is normally the best on the side – but they don't ever have a quarterback, bro. No, they that's don't. why they can't. That's why they can't beat the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Penn States. And it, and honestly, it just depends on how the schedule racks up. I'm like, going to Nebraska. They got something to prove this year. They, I do they, too. They, they, yeah. they got a lot to prove this year. It's a big, big year for them. And Casey Thompson, I think, will really, really yep. help elevate them. Yeah, yeah. I, he can run. He has a good arm. He was just, you know, with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ooh, I got Nebraska. Ooh. I'm lots to prove. I might go Purdue, bro. I might go Purdue. I really am high on Purdue. I don't know. They just impressed me. Them or Wisconsin, but. I'm, I'm going to go Nebraska, Ohio State. I'll probably go Purdue, Ohio State. Those will be my pick. Yeah, Nebraska, Ohio State. Okay. Okay, and last but not least, we got the GOAT Conference, the best. It just means more than SEC, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, we got the SEC. Uh, I mean, I feel like most people kind of already have an answer. But uh, since we probably are both going to say Georgia-Alabama, who are some teams you think could challenge those teams for that title? Sarah would have been fucking sorry for cussing, but everybody's been, you know. Did I send you that graphic of the coaches Nick Saban put out? Yeah. yeah. Bro. <laughs> I think the full calendar. Bro, I was like, <laughs> and we read, read the names on it's, there? It's crazy. Because bro, I'm like, like, these are some good coaches, like, bro. These are some good coaches. Yeah. Like, they were elite before Saban got there, and he just ran them out the conference. Um, as much as it hurts to say it, ain't them supposed to be that team? They are. We'll see. I mean, ain't they got a date They got a date with Saban and uh, Brian Denny. They beat him before. They have. They just can't. They could be LSU. This is the thing that they, they'll beat them, and they'll go lose to LSU, Ole Miss. Ole Miss beat the brakes off them last they year. Whooped them last so, year. So like, but that's another dark horse is Ole Miss. Ole Miss in the West, Arkansas, bro. They're they're gonna be good, bro. They just scheduled. I tried to say that last year. You did. You, like, did. Nah, nah, you did. Nah, you did. They suck. And because you were like, because like, you were like, I don't know good. how I feel about this Texas game, and then. After that game, I was like, oh, they just beat y'all, whatever. They're not going to be that good. And they, and they beat a the next week, and we were like, damn, okay. 
Then the he went to Georgia. Was good. Then he, he went got to hurt after that and got blown out. But he got hurt too. KJ Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. I think they. I mean, they returned him. They got Hazelwood over there now. Hopefully, I hope he has a good year. Um. Yeah, Arkansas. That West is a beast, bro. Um, I don't think LSU will be that good. I think they'll go like seven and five, but they're not going to like challenge Bama or anything yet. Um, and then the East is interesting, bro. Like Tennessee, bro. Like they, like I was watching the, I was watching them play Bama last year. That game was pretty close until the third quarter, uh, and they were on the road. See, I don't know. Like it's Tennessee, so I don't, really, I don't really know too much about Josh Heupel. Is there. Tennessee? Was, their Josh Heupel is their head coach. And then Hidden Hooker last year, bro. You know he threw only three picks last year. He was like, thir- thir- like thirty-one touchdowns and three picks. I was like, damn. Smith threw three picks in one game. Nah, man, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> He's efficient, so we'll see. But efficient then, at uh, throwing picks. I'm not gonna lie. I'm high on South Carolina, bro. I mean, to see what Beamer did with. Five quarterbacks. He's a good. Year. He's a good coach. And like they won six games in SEC. I was like, damn, okay. Like now they got Spencer and Spencer. Was it last year they almost beat Georgia. No, they got blown out. Was it the year before that? Then yeah, they beat they beat Georgia with like a field goal or something. Yeah, then they beat Georgia when Georgia had Fromm. Yeah, because Fromm threw like three picks in that game to the same damn corner. (laughs) They picked him out three times, but I don't know. I think Spencer. I mean, for me, I'm just so high on Spencer. Obviously, but we know. (laughs) But I honestly think like. I mean, watching his press conferences, he uh, they just did this all-access thing with South Carolina. He's just a real changed person. I think him – boy had to be humbled. Yeah, I think him sitting and, like, losing his job really humbled him a lot, which is great. And I also think uh, he's in a better situation. Honestly, just from hearing the players, even Caleb, like, it just sounded like the Oklahoma situation was really toxic last year. Like, with the, like from with Lincoln and stuff like that, it sounds like there was a lot of underlying stuff. I feel like there's just too many alpha males. Exactly. And uh, there wasn't really no true culture, but um, I think Spencer. Uh, he, I mean, he's got a lot to prove too. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I think he's in a better environment, and I think South Carolina. I'm not gonna. I don't have them winning the East, but I think that don't be surprised if we're talking about them in you know November, October, into October. Like South Carolina's, you know, sitting at like eight and one, eight and two. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So. But I I, I, do, I do think it's going to be Georgia, Bama, just because they're just by far just. I mean, he has to go crazy this year, in my opinion. He does, especially because like his draft, draft stock, stock, yeah, is why he has to go crazy. And he's also it's a pretty heavy. He can't draft throw class. picks. Yeah, he can't throw picks. And like, because even if South Carolina's losing games, like they go like, like he has a talent, but he's and that's the thing, he's talented. Like, if he's you know he was supposed to be leaving last year, so now if he was if he actually got humbled and is matured because I I feel like that was a big red flag is the way he handled that situation once he got benched. But after that, he kind of he did he handled it better. And then like after the Texas game, and the, he the, it the throwing the picks. Yeah, he just trusted. He's just like, oh, I can just make this throw. And like sometimes it's okay to throw it away or run or. But like it's like once once you get to the NFL though, everybody can make that throw. But they actually make the throw and not throw a pick. And then just you just got to be careful with the ball because I mean, we see how NFL games are. Literally, it doesn't matter if you are the, you know, Seattle Seahawks this year or the Rams. Like th- those games are all close. You lose those games in the fourth quarter. Or I was watching Hard Knocks and they were like, you lose the games are won. In the fourth quarter, in those four-minute, two-minute drills, that's why they practice them so much. Because that, is, I mean, how many times we just like, oh, Tom Brady got the ball a minute and thirteen yep. seconds left, like they only down a field goal. Yup. Yeah. So it's, I mean, so hopefully Spencer gets that coaching um, from Beamer, and I could see him, you know, making a, I see him making making a push. Oh no, with South Carolina. If Alabama, I mean, if A and M is half what they're supposed to be. Then I just don't know about their quarterback situation, bro. 
Like they have like the the offensive line, the defensive line. The, the they have the players. defense for sure. I just don't know about their quarterback. You know what I mean? We'll see. But okay, well, well they went through what like three last year. They uh, one of them got hurt. hurt. Bro, I remember we were watching something and we saw them playing like Colorado. They almost they get, lost. Bro, that game was like yeah, they barely yeah. won that game. We were the defense. Like, we were just yeah. like, bro, they have no offense. It was because of the defense. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I guess safe picks are like Alabama, Georgia. Alabama, but, Georgia. I mean, you still got them. A&M could win it. A&M could Ole win Miss it. can Ole win Miss it. Can win it. Yeah. Tennessee is a sleeper. The yeah. East is this kind. Of, I feel like Georgia's is weak. I feel like it's the time for a team to take the East. It'd be this year. All righty. Well, we just broke down a lot of information. Uh, conference champions. So now we're going to jump into some playoff predictions. Who are going to be your top four? And then your, I guess, if you had a, your top four and then your bubble team, so like five and six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, this year's been so crazy. I can't do this NIL stuff. Like, this threw everything for a loop. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I, I guess your safe picks are like your Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think four is going to be up for grabs for real. Yeah. I mean, four could be literally anybody, dude. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only real safe one is like Alabama. I feel like I've seen Michigan making the playoff again. Yeah, with the one loss. That's what Josh paid at. He had a uh, he had Bama, he had Bama one, Ohio State two, uh, three was uh, I think three was Michigan or Utah, and then he had four. Either one, he didn't have Georgia making it. He had Georgia losing to like a Tennessee four or South Carolina, and then losing again to Bama, so they would be eliminated. Eliminated, which is make that makes, that makes sense. sense, and then. I've also seen A and M making it, like just losing to Bama and then not playing the championship game, like that one year where they were ranked five. So yeah, I don't know. This I, this year's been crazy. Those are for the three safe. I mean, Michigan can make it. Oregon, the they, Oregon can they, make it. They lose to Georgia, but they run the table. Yeah, you know, Oregon can make it. Oklahoma can make it. Yeah. Um, Clemson, Utah obviously. can make it. Clemson. Yeah, bro. I mean, BYU. Imagine because their schedule is crazy. They're not going to win all those games, but I'm just saying they could though. Yeah. They won out. Their schedule is crazy, bro. They play Arkansas, Baylor. I think they play Notre Dame, Cincinnati. They play a lot of a lot of teams. That was my top three. I couldn't give you four. This year's too crazy. NIL just threw a loop for everything. If you had to pick a fourth team, who would you pick? I like Oregon. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're gonna. I really think like we'll talk about it next week, but I really think they're gonna be Georgia, low key. Mm-hmm. Probably Oregon. I have a feeling. Okay, cool. Um, I think for me, I'd, I'm gonna go. This is one of those years that's like. I I have you know Ohio State, Bama, and then, really after that, I don't know. Um, I'd probably go. I I I have I trust Utah, but I don't. Like I think they'd lose it to somebody they shouldn't t- lose or yeah shouldn't lose to. Um, I could see Loki as much as I hate to say it, A and M making it this year. I just don't think they make this a championship game. If they don't make that, you can't put them in. Well, it depends. If they only lose to Bama and that like they did that one year, but they beat everybody else, they might make it still. I don't think that'll happen. Because if they lose to Bama, what? Did, so what? Did, they beat everybody if they lose to Bama though. 
Huh? What do they beat everybody, but they lose to just Alabama? I feel like they would be in second place. It doesn't matter though. I feel like they could still go to the game because what? What? I only only if Georgia Alabama would have to lose. No, they wouldn't. They, I'm talking about to go to the playoff. They could still go. I feel like I feel like you can't put them in. I'm telling you, I feel like you can't put them in if they did not go to the SEC. I know, but that doesn't. The playoff committee. It doesn't matter. I mean, they put Ohio State in that one year when they didn't go. That was the year they they got shut out by Clemson because they they went that Penn State went to the game. And then Ohio State went to the playoff. Like Penn State went to the Big Ten Championship, won it. But they had Penn State had like a non-conference loss, and they just lost one other game. But they beat Ohio State, and they had the head-to-head. So they went to the championship game, and they still didn't go because they had two losses. And they thought Ohio State was a better team. I don't know. I just think if A&M were only to lose to Bama, went out. But since Bama's undefeated, they go. But Georgia has – they lose to either Tennessee, Florida, or, or uh, South Carolina. And then they lose again to Bama. Georgia's out. They have two losses. Then there's going to be like – Bama, it, also, it obviously just depends on what happens around the country. Yeah. But, I mean, you got Bama, Ohio State, probably clear locks. And then I think it's a good year for the Pac-12, but it just depends. Like, if Oregon can somehow beat Georgia, that helps him a lot. But I think if Utah – I think, honestly, bro, I think if Utah loses to Florida, it really hurts him. I think they could still go if they went ran the table, but it just depends on that loss, you know. It, it, there's so many variables, like we said. Like, I mean, people having Michigan go – like same kind of thing. Like the people have Michigan losing to Ohio State, but still beating beating everybody else. But they yeah. don't go to the championship. They get the four seed. We'll see. There's, there's <laughs> a, I mean, this year is crazy. I think a Big Twelve team has to go undefeated to go this year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's a, there's so there's a lot. There's a lot of football to be played. I don't know. Um, we're gonna jump into the week the week zero games, the notable games. We're not gonna talk about those FCS games because nobody's watching that. I mean, we'll watch it, but we don't really care um, for that. But we're excited about them boys in Dublin, you know, Northwestern and Honor gonna be Nebraska. Um, just pick pick your winner straight up. Who you got? Northwestern, Nebraska. <sighs> Told you, Nebraska got something to prove this year, man. They, they, I got them going to their to their conference chip. I got them winning this game. Yeah, I can't go to the conference chip without winning this game. Yeah, I got there, something to prove. There was a there was a they were talking about Nebraska on Big Ten Media Day, and they were just saying like how uptight and nervous Scott Frost seems, like every press conference, because he knows he's, he's on, on his hot seat. seat. That's what's up. That's so much to prove. And Because uh, he was like, oh, when we go to – because when we were talking about – you were like, oh, that's live. They're playing in Ireland. Like, that's live. And uh, Pat Fitzgerald was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Ireland. You know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience for a lot of people. Like, they don't get to travel like this. So he's like, we're going to enjoy it and uh, tr- do stuff, and then we'll still be practicing and stuff. He's like, we'll get ready around Thursday for the game. we get locked in. And then – uh Scott Frost was like, it's a business trip. Like, we're going there to practice and win. So there was, like, you know, some conflict. People like, damn, Scott Frost is going to have his Nebraska team tied all week, and then Northwestern is going to be kind of relaxed, and they get tied at the right time. I mean, it would be hard to be, like, locked in tight for a whole week when you're in Ireland. You know you got a game on Saturday. They were saying that could hurt Nebraska. That's the culture there going into the game. But I still think Nebraska is more talented and I think they got a lot to prove. I think Casey Thompson upgrades them. Mm-hmm. And um, I want them to win for when we play them. I want them to be undefeated when we play them. So I don't want them to lose the game. But no, they got something to prove. So, And he, he knows he's on. He's been on the hot seat since last year. Yeah. So he, he knows he's on the hot seat. He knows he has to. I mean, they gave him a, they, they, they gave him a fat contract and then they reduced it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like, I want, and it's the thing Nebraska is one of those blue buds. Like, if you guys see the logo, they're on it for a reason. Um, I want them to get back to you know competing for big 10 championships mm-hmm. and national championships at some point but uh 
Okay, cool. We got UConn, Utah State. Uh, not don't really know too much about both teams. I know Utah State has a has a pretty good offense. They, I think last year they had the most second half comebacks in the country. So, and I think they return everybody. Um, the only thing I know about UConn is Dejon <laughs> transferred there from Texas. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll be rooting for him in the UConn, I guess, because I mean, yeah. I know him. But I'm gonna go just Utah State. Basically, I mean, I don't know much about UConn. Period. But just based off of Utah State, typically a decent program. There's a cool video on YouTube. It's like the fall of Utah of UConn because UConn was like okay, and they've gotten like worse, like like pretty bad recently. But interesting, you guys want to check that out? Um, we got Wyoming versus Illinois. That's a good game, low key, because Illinois is not that good, but it's a Big Ten team at the end of the day. Yeah, Wyoming's like a. A little sneaky team. Yeah. They're, they're, like, if you're not, if you're not, yeah, that's crazy, actually. <laughs> if you're not, like, a good football team, Wyoming's one of those teams that, they can, that can, yeah, be, that can yeah. beat you. Um, let's go Illinois off of experience. They're at Illinois. It's not easy to play there because yeah. it's cold as hell. Cold as hell. Um, they got well, a good it's cold as hell. Right too, but, but they got um, Chase Brown, too, the running back. Yeah. I think he'll be good. And, uh, Casey Washington, a little Fleur Row alumni yep. over there. So yep. kind of got to go for those boys over there. But, yeah, cool. We got North Texas and UTEP. This is another good game. <laughs> that little little small uh, small D1 Texas game. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go North Texas. Um, they always – I'm mean green. They always come with it. They're, yeah, they always – they're pretty they're, they're pretty not, decent. They're not they're bad. Good, good. Um, short choice was there. Now we got them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, now I'm going to go North Texas. I want UTEP to win just because we play them week one. <laughs> so – It'll be a good game for me to watch and kind of see what we're doing. I mean, I'm not worried about them, but I want them to win just so they're 1-0. It just looks better. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, Nevada versus New Mexico State. That's It's on TV, so I had to <laughs> Nevada versus New Mexico State? Yeah. It's on like Fox Sports 1 or something. I got to go, Nevada. I'm going to go to Nevada just because, yeah. uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's the name of there? <laughs> Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, actually, one of my coaches in college uh, was Colin Kaepernick's OC. That's uh, dope. The Dave Brown. He yeah. beat an A&M, and I watched it. I think it was A&M. I yeah, don't remember. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about New Mexico State. Uh, and then we, last but not least, the late game: Vanderbilt versus Hawaii. They play at ten at night. I'm going Vanderbilt. <laughs> Hawaii is so bad. See, the, the, but the people Hawaii has the spread right now. They people got Hawaii winning by a touchdown. In this really? Game. Yeah. And I texted Colin. I was like, "Who you got?" He was like, "Bro." He's like, "Vanderbilt's awful." I was like, "So is Hawaii." I was like, "Hawaii is awful too." I was like, "I got to go to the SEC, bro." I was like, I was like "They just feel like I feel like they have more people. Like they they suck, but they are in the SEC, so it's like I feel like you put Vanderbilt in like a." another conference they'd be okay or maybe yeah. maybe running it so hawaii is god awful yeah at every sport i agree the game's late too that's gonna be one of those games we on we in discord we just got it on the screen you know <laughs> watching that game but uh yeah um that'll do it for that um and then uh i have some betting odds oh that's all you man i'm a retired man i'm not gonna i don't know if i'm gonna bet you know what i'm saying I'm a retired man. you can't pull i don't want to i don't want to pull out the prize picks at week zero just because i don't retired, really like what bro. i was I ain't seeing. Tom brady i don't really like what i was seeing but i will pull out some betting odds from big game boomer okay so he has college football teams i'm betting the over on and i do like these uh arizona over three wins i think they'll do that can pull up their schedules too. To They're look. bad. They are bad. They, They're you know, bad, bad. But I mean, they got some transfers. 
Um, I don't know. And then they probably play some trash teams. Like, let's see. Arizona football. They play San Diego State. Lost. Ooh. Mississippi State. Lost. Dude, they might lose all three of these games. Notre Dame. Notre Dame State. Oh, Notre Dame. North Dakota. North Dakota State. Lost. Like they're, uh, they're, they're, we know it about them. They're nice. At Cal. Lost. I think they could beat Cal. Then Colorado, I feel like they could win this game. I feel like they could win this game. They should win this game, but we know about them. They ain't nothing to play Oregon with. Oregon lost. Uh, Oregon. Washington lost. USC lost. Utah lost. UCLA Utah lost. lost. Washington State lost. And then there's an state game. I feel like they could maybe win that. Maybe at three. That's a big. At three, yeah. That's. <laughs> They're not good. Sheesh. Then we got. Uh, I over three. We got Baylor at seven and a half. That's easy. Yeah, they're going to be good. Baylor, Baylor win. I don't even know how to pull up their schedule. So they're going to be good. Nine games, ten games. Yeah, Kansas two and a half. I think they will do that too. I think they're improved. Like they're going to be. They're they're not like they played us tough and they beat y'all last year. They're not going to be like. I think they're going to get better. Yeah. Um. I mean Tennessee Tech. They should win that game. West Virginia will lose. Houston will lose. Duke. They should win. I don't know. And then they're they're going to be the type of team that could probably upset somebody. Somebody. Don't yeah. Know. Somebody in here, so hopefully not us. Shit, <laughs> but uh, okay. And then it's even an upset if they beat us. Yes. And then uh, I don't know anymore. K State six and a half. I think K State's gonna be a good team. Eight nine win team. I I really think they're gonna be pretty good. Um, I don't really gotta look at their schedule. I'm only gonna pull up the schedules of people we just have no idea. Same with Michigan State. They should. They yeah. seven and a half. That's pretty low. They're pretty good. Um, Mel Tucker's got them going in the right direction. North Carolina State. You got a fat contract. I know. Early too. Early second year. Um, North Carolina State, eight and a half. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty good as well. They return everybody. They got a lot of hype, so hopefully they don't you know crumble with the hype. Purdue, I'm high on, as you guys heard earlier. I think they'll win seven. They won like eight games last year, and I think they're going to be better this year. Um, I got the winning eight games, probably like eight games. Tennessee, I got them being pretty good. I got them winning nine or ten games. So. South Carolina, they won six last year with five different quarterbacks. So, I mean, I think they win eight eight games this year, too. So, I might have to throw some money on this. I'm, a, I'm retired, day. man. I'm saying this this might make me some cash, boy. I'm retired, man. But, um, yeah, that was our first episode of 54 Yards. It was a banger. There's a lot of segments we talked about. And for all you college football fans, uh, we plan to drop these every Saturday at – 8, 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. We'll, we'll figure out a time we really want to do it at. But, you know, we can catch – y'all can catch us everywhere. Spotify, Apple, YouTube for the visuals. Um, TikTok for the clips. We've been going crazy on the, t- uh, on the clips. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, if you guys have any ideas or any segments or anything you guys want us to incorporate into this show, let us know. We might – when I get more hats or we can get a sponsor from a vintage company, we'll probably throw on the hat or something for the game. Whoever wins, things like that. But um, yeah, um, how do you think the first episode went? It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun to talk about sports again. Talk about sports in a while. It's been a lot of interviewing the guests and whatnot, which is cool. I love it. But mm-hmm. this is cool. Refreshing. This, this is cool because it's a different change of pace. Like it's, it's strictly college football, and I think we'll do like shows like this seasonally. We got some stuff coming up soon that you guys, we feel like you guys will like that'll cater to other audiences for other sports. But um, that's our first episode of 54 Yards. We'll see you guys next video. Peace.